that's a little frustrating. Every story starts the same way. Hi there. Happy Wednesday. It's February the 12th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you once again from beautiful Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where it seems like people nowadays are willing to do whatever it takes for the environment, except to read a fucking book and learn something about it. (laughs) Oh, ain't that the truth. (laughs) How's it going, Gord? Miserable. How you doing, buddy? Oh, just as good as a Ontario public school student. Um, <laughs> hi, world. Welcome to What If We're Right. Uh, if you're looking for a fair, unbiased, and reliable news source, this is not it. <laughs> I think unbiased we got covered. Everything else is, you know... <laughs> I say hi to Mike at Pit Lane Parlay, the number one racing and IndyCar podcast on the internet today with the Daytona 500 coming up this Sunday. You want to pay attention to what these guys have to say. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, give them a five-star rating. Uh, head over to Eric and Gord, what if we're right, and do the same for us while you're there. Uh, I want to say hi to Alex and Tom, our Thor's Kin friends. Uh, very excited for their new venture. Uh, can't wait for me and Gord to be a big part of what they got going on because it sounds like a ton of fun. That it certainly does. That is enough of that for a minute. Wrong. Um, Gord, what's going on in your world? How you been? Um, every fear I had about working in a warehouse is coming back to haunt me. Um, um yeah. The only fear <laughs> I have would be of werewolves. I would, um, I would gladly face a wild pack of them right now. I actually, to I did the warehouse thing not uh, uh, very briefly last year, or I guess yeah, it was last year. I I didn't hate it, but you're, it's not really your bag. No, well, keep in mind. I mean. I've worked in and out of various types of warehouses for 23 years, um, if not more, um, you know, before getting into doing sales and whatnot. The realization that I've come with when it comes to doing, going back to the warehouse, is that, now keep in mind, if there's anybody who I work with, um, you know, I'm sorry, but reality sucks. Um, for the most part, you're there for one of two reasons. One, you're in a situation like me where the work you want to do um, completely fucks up your entire personal and home life. Um, So you're trying to find something with a bit of balance. Or for the vast majority, you don't have the skills or brain power to do anything else. Yeah. Um, Although I'm sure a lot of the Filipino people that work in our warehouses are doctors and lawyers where they come from. It says a lot about doctors and lawyers in their country, doesn't it? Uh, no, we just don't <laughs> accept them here. Um, I find it just the only place I've done... Well, I, I worked very briefly in a warehouse in Calgary um, on an assembly line. That was magic. Um, and and again, in Vancouver, where just the 
the the dynamics in Vancouver are a little different. I don't know if they're the same where you are, but just in Vancouver, English speaking Caucasians are not found often in that line of work, and they're not exactly looked upon with a friendly eye. <laughs> it was very lonely work because no one would speak to me. No one would speak to me in English except my boss. Uh, now, that was right up my alley at the time, but for some people, that could be annoying. It's, the problem that I'm struggling with is that it's the level of stupidity of people in charge is yeah. shocking and appalling. Well, you guys will remember, I told the story on the air, and it's it's actually funny. I came across um, some episodes from this time period because I'm putting together a little compilation for our, for our big finale next month. And I was listening to some bits from when I was working at the auto parts place last year. And there was like 13 aisles and 13 employees. And I revolutionized the system by saying, Hey, why don't we all work in an aisle? (laughs) Uh, Instead of crawling all over each other all day, how about we put one person in each aisle and then we're, we just work together and do it. And they were like, no one had heard of this in, it's the biggest auto parts company in the world. And no one had ever suggested this. Uh, so I, I get where you're coming from is what I'm saying from the, uh, the, the, I think the upper echelons of the hierarchy in that, in that sort of employment situation, they just, they don't care. They're not paid to care. They're, they're, they're not paid to be smart. They're just supposed to get, get whatever their quota is completed and that's it. That's all they need to worry about. Just what infuriates me is that, like, for the most part, most of the people that are doing my job have been with the company for, I think, the shortest is like eight years. Like, they've been with the company for a long time. I've been there for two weeks. Yes. And they're frustrated that I'm not working at the same capacity and speed as the rest of them. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, I haven't been on a forklift in nine years. Right. I've never been an order picker before. And I suffer from dyslexia of not just words and letters, but with numbers, which I was very upfront with when I got the job. Now, to my one... I don't even know. He's not even my boss, but uh, to to the one guy's credit, he's working with me to find something out of work instead of me doing picking orders all day. I'll pick orders half the day, and the other time I'll help rearrange and organize some things, which is great because it's definitely needed to fucking happen. And it saves me from ripping somebody's fucking head off to getting that done because it's frustrating that it's not being done as it is anyways. But right. it's just, and it's, it's hard the, for a guy like you to to realize. Like, I can walk into a place, and if that shit's not being done, I, uh, that shit's not being done. It's not my job. 
Um, no, that's you, you very like fix things. I just want things to run smoothly. It's just that simple. I just why why cause yourself stress? Yeah, oh, I don't understand why anybody would want to cause and live in chaotic stress when you can just solve the problem and be done with it. I, on the other I, hand, I don't, am very good at looking at my job and looking what I get paid and saying, well, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do for this amount of money. And if you want me to do that next thing, we have to renegotiate my compensation. But maybe there's a reason I'm a homeless bum with no citizenship or prospect and you're where you are. So maybe I can take a lesson from the Gord book. I'm only where I am because I'm lucky enough that my mother would still be willing to take me in. Yeah, it's the well, only reason I am where I am. Otherwise, I would have already be fucking homeless. So because I was heading there when I was in BC. So it is very cool. All of you people who have parents who parent them, I'm very jealous of that. Um, moving on to something that just blows my fucking mind. because uh, I just I can't. I got nothing about Corona today. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Um, one thing that baffles me, just some rough statistics that I kind of sort of did some math on. Um, my odds of becoming Prime Minister of Canada in 2023 are about 1 in 751,000. Uh, the odds of the Trans Mountain Pipeline ever being completed seem like they're probably just slightly less than that at the moment. <laughs> This fucking thing, which has been a thorn in my side since the day I started recording this stupid show, it's ballooned up to over $12 billion from an, an initial cost of $1.5 billion. We're at $12 billion now. And the same people who don't want it built and are crowding the streets and blocking bridges and stopping traffic to make sure this thing doesn't get built have delayed 150 trains... In BC and Ontario. Because the trains can't run because they're afraid of the protesters. So, what the fuck do these fucking kids want? If the oil doesn't go through the pipeline, it's got to go on the fucking train. That's the only way we transport oil. So, you're protesting the pipeline by stopping the trains... What the fuck is wrong with these people? Well, ironically enough, since you brought that one up, um, it turns out that one of the groups that are claiming they're from this particular, um, one of the um, uh, native... I'm not uh, even going to attempt to uh, pronounce their name, but yeah, they it's... Uh, they are all standing up and saying, these protesters do not speak for us. They are not part of our tribe. They're not part of our band. They're not even, they're not even that, but they're actually, they, they've come up and that they, as these, um, I was reading an article earlier today, um, as these tribe members are talking to these protesters, they're finding out that they're American. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're from outside the province. <laughs> yeah, but they're protesting, they're... They're protesting the uh, both sides. They're stopping trains to protest pipelines. It's, they don't even understand what they're doing. No. 
Not and I, it's it's no secret that they're professional protesters, and they just go from protest to protest because they're fucking participation trophy growing up. Fucking these are eighteen and nineteen year old goddamn kids who are on a break from college and want to fuck up people's lives by making a stink about it. But they don't they don't care about what they're protesting. They're just protesting to win a fight. They don't care what fight they're winning. I I would imagine half of them don't even know what they're protesting. They're just there to protest. Uh, I don't understand why we're allowing this to happen. Well, yes, I do. I know it's full well why we're allowing this to happen, but um, it's gotten so ridiculous. We- it's it's stifling our economy now. It's our our country is is now losing a lot of money because of these pricks. And Beard doesn't seem to want to do anything about it. Um. He's not going to trample on anyone's right to protest, whether they're fucking Canadians or have a card in this game or not. Uh, John Horgan said he won't step in because as much as it hurts him to see what's going on with two fucking goddamn bridges shut down in Vancouver because of this crap, he says, oh, no, I can't step in. That's not my job as as premier. Uh, That's what the courts are for. (laughs) Uh, where were the courts when you were on the other side of the fucking pipeline, idiot? Last year, this was your fight, and you were the one standing there protesting it until you lost, and then you said, okay, well, the pipeline's gonna happen. Fuck. What the hell is wrong with everybody? The the same guy... Oh, my God, Gord, you have no idea. Yes, you do. (laughs) Maybe some people don't. Have have just see how goddamn frustrating this is from to be in the province where this is going on and to have friends that are uh, financially as bad off as I am because they prepared to go work on this thing and they've been sitting there waiting for the green light for two goddamn years and no one no one is is seeing logic here no one's seeing what's really happening. And these First Nations people are suffering. They're standing up and no one's even listening to them. No one gives no, a fuck. No, not at all. No one on either side of this fight has actually asked them personally, hey, what do you want? Uh, that the only Native people that protested the pipeline in the beginning were fucking paid by environmental companies. Uh, and these ones, they're, they're standing up and I, I see them on Twitter, I see them on Facebook, I see them everywhere saying... That these people don't represent them. And yet no one is going to ask them what they want. They not they, the the people affected by it the most aren't being asked what they want to have. I just I don't get it. I fucking I'm so irate right now. Like environmentalists uh do you not understand the benefit to this fucking pipeline? It streamlines all these activities so we don't have trains crashing all over the country. It gets natural gas to China so China can cut their reliance on coal, which is the biggest polluter of the goddamn planet. Coal is still the number one problem. It's not us driving cars. It's coal, mostly in China. If we get them natural gas via this pipeline, they will cut down on that and the environment will get better. Do the fucking math. How does this not... Ah. I don't understand what to do. I blame Leonardo DiCaprio 100% for this crap. I'm fine with that. 
I still have no proof. I haven't seen him and Greta Thunberg in a room together yet. I have no proof they're not the same person. Yeah, I'm actually starting to wonder that. We've all seen him play a retard once before. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that he just was playing a retarded girl this time. I don't know. I don't. I'm just, I mean, I'm in such a fucking foul mood that right now I just, I was saddened to hear that there was another, a a near miss asteroid coming up this weekend. uh, That is just over a kilometer wide, which is be just big enough to fuck the planet up a little bit. And I was so sad to hear it's going to miss us. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's never going to happen. Uh, I, I, I'm convinced of that. Uh, our Until we can figure out how big these fucking things are, we're never going to decide, figure out definitively when one's going to hit us. <laughs> uh, they keep saying, oh, it could be 30 meters, it could be 700 meters. We, <laughs> we're just not quite sure. <laughs> it keeps spinning, we don't know. <laughs> it's between 30 and 700. Um... <laughs> what is this going on? I'm just... I, I don't know what's happening here. Hey, I go to Audio Burst, ladies and gentlemen. If you're enjoying Eric and Gord, and you would like to hear and or read anything about the show, uh, go to audioburst.com. Very cool website that I had no idea we were on, but now we it turns out we are. And they do a full transcript of our episodes for you. It's not exactly a good one, but it's there. <laughs> so check that out, that. audioburst.com. They do that uh, apparently for free, and apparently I signed us up for it and completely forgot. But it's very cool, and they do little uh, snippets of the episodes. They cut the episodes down into like little 13-minute clips. So if there's something Eric and Gord talked about that you really liked and you want to hear it, go to audioburst.com and check it out. It's actually semi-cool. Um, Interesting. So there you go. Gord, I'm going to... So, uh, Pipeline people, I hate you. In case I wasn't clear about that. Um, I just thought I'd make that clear. And I hate... What I hate more at the moment is the people who are giving in to these fucking children. Uh, we can't... We, we have to just scrape them off and get on with the economy. It's all well and good that we all try to protect... Uh, our, our right to protest. Um, that's fine. That's great. I, I agree that it's a necessity, but when it stands in the way of our country actually progressing in a positive manner, then it's time to push these people off to the side and fucking get to work. I know that's not in our nature, but that is the time. I am going to send Gord a picture and get his opinion on it. Now, this is only a copy, Gord, so I have to wait about a week for the official one to come through. But as I have mentioned on the air for the last couple of days, I have become a chartered member of Dave Dobbenmeyer's uh, Salt and Light Brigade. I'm going to spread the good word because I think everything Coach Dave says is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so, 
Also, I think Gordon and I have a message. Uh, whoops, that's a little blurry. Gordon and I have a message that we would like to spread as well. And I think the way for me to do so... I can't get a good picture of this thing. As, uh, sorry, this is a live podcast and I'm doing horribly. I apologize, guys. I should have had this ready <laughs> beforehand, but I was too busy trying to calculate the odds of me becoming prime minister. And it was harder. I actually had to go to a sports gambling website to figure that out. Uh, okay this has a shadow on it but at least you can read it this is actually legit and i'm just gonna send you the photo because i think you'll be quite proud of me Uh, i wanted to announce to everybody on the air and especially to gord that i today well i've been working on it for a little while but it officially came today and I have a uh, an official one coming in about a week. Jesus Christ, did this take any longer? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, there, it's sent. It's a shadowy, blurry one, but I don't think you could see it. Um, but this is for my new duties. Uh, I want to hear if see if Gordon sees this. How did you send it? I I messaged. I texted it. I got. It. I definitely blurry, but yeah, I have officially been ordained, but by the Universal Life Church Ministries. (laughs) I'm I'm actually sad by that because I was going to do that about four years ago. I am officially (laughs) recognized. As a member of the Universal Life Church and has all rights and privileges to perform all duties of the ministry, you are looking at Pastor Eric Hunt. <laughs> minister. I'm an official minister. Um, this one, obviously, it's just a, it's a, a, a printed copy of my certificate of ordination. The... Uh, official one with the gold seal is in the mail. So, the Church of Eric is open for business. That means you can officially marry like like you could preside over somebody's marriage. Which I'm thinking when the official copy comes in the mail uh, it's got to count for ID. That's got to be a secondary ID. I'm a man of the cloth for Christ's sake. Who's going to tell a pastor he can't get his ID? I'm a minister, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you going to tell a church minister he can't get his ID? Yeah, they won't so. even tell them. They won't even tell them to stop fucking children. So right? I mean, come on. That <laughs> is not part of my mandate. I'm just telling you guys. Um, you say that now, but you just wait. <laughs> Soon enough, you're going to be sending me stuff going, hey, Gord, guess what I'm into now? Oh, no. I'm thinking, you know, here's the thing. And I'm 100% coming straight from the heart on this. I have a five-year-old child, the most beautiful, perfect child the planet has ever seen. And... I have had occasion to spend a lot of time on playgrounds and and in play areas like uh, Go Bananas and and, uh, uh, what the fuck, Crash Crawlies, those kind of places. And I can Mm -hmm. say, 
unequivocally. Little kids are fucking gross. <laughs> I don't know how you're nailing. They're covered in all kinds of fluids, and like there's always something coming out of some hole on their body that's just disgusting. Uh, they're they're nasty, gross little people. They just hit each other and fart and spit and fucking. They can't get food in their mouth. It's got three quarters of what they eat ends up all over them before it gets in their mouth. Uh, I don't see the attraction, and I probably never will. They're gross little people. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Am I supposed to argue this? I can't. I just <laughs> so uh, in the Church of Eric, the uh, the Champion Tree Ministries, which is a fucking thing now. Um, there will no there will be no kid fucking. You got to be at least like probably fourteen before. Anyone in my church even looks at you weird. Oh, man. <laughs> Gord is just too tired to even give a shit. Oh, Gord's so far off a deep end right now of strange things going through his head. Uh, no, there will be no kid fucking in this uh, church. Um, there will be no... Bible in this church. This is going to be the first official ministry where we do not study the New Testament or take any of the teachings from it. Because um, it's just not, I don't think it's relevant in today's world. The book's 2,000 years old. I don't even like movies that are like from earlier than the 70s. So why would I read a book that's 2,000 years old? I don't want to hear some story. I don't want to be preaching the stories of people who fucked up 2,000 years ago. That doesn't do us any good. <laughs> hey, here's a bunch of guys that fucked up. Let's read all about them and how they fucked up and God punished them. And then you can just fucking do the same thing. It's not helping anybody. No, I want to. I want to. I want to. Our church is going to predict the future. Not dwell on fucking uh, 2,000 years ago. A bunch of people were stupid. Everybody was stupid. Fuck. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, somebody, a bunch of people fucking fell for a uh, magician. Let's write a yeah, book about science. it. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like the first fucking Chris Angel. Yeah. Maybe it was Chris Angel. He is the original. Uh, yeah. Is that the yeah, kind of guy science. you want to follow? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be out in 2,000 years from now we better not be taking the word of Chris fucking Angel that's all I'm saying um, no it'll be, it'll be the other guy because the other guy is uh, what's his name um, David Blaine well, David Blaine. it'll be David Blaine because he's way more subdued he very much is I often and think and you can have the picture of him in the ice box and that alone would show you know the man who Something. talks as if his voice is putting his face to sleep. <laughs> Could you imagine sex with him? That'd be the most boring thing in the world. Can I kidding. ever? Probably not, because probably while you're doing it, he's fucking pulling watches out of your ass. And <laughs> I know I'm having sex with you right now, but I just pulled a watch out of your asshole. Right? It's probably doing all kinds what of time it shit. is. Do I know how I know what time it is? You just farted and I just pulled a watch out of your ass. <laughs> that is a joke. I wasn't so tired. Uh, 
He is. I don't get the. I like his magic. I like this new. Look for the new Australian kid. He's really cool. He's uh he's not dorky like Chris Angel, but he's not uh just waking up from a coma. He's uh but he does all the same <laughs> tricks. He's very good. I don't remember his the name. Best say it. I've seen is this little sort of Asian dude. He actually won for the best magician uh almost 2018 2019 um just type the world's best magic trick and it's him in front of just like a, like a little felt table thing with a nice little vest on and watch his just watch, watch the trick because it's it has to do with cards coins and a bunch of other shit but there's something that happens in it that is completely and utterly mind-blowing and uh it's that's that shit was just impressive I think the world's best magic trick is convincing people Donald Trump's worth fucking listening to. But I don't know. Maybe he could fix this pipeline bullshit. Um, anybody who wants to help... I guess you guys don't know because I haven't brought it up. I haven't told anybody what exactly is going on. I don't have any identification. And there is no government agency in the province of British Columbia who's willing to vouch for who I am. So I officially, as far as my home province is concerned, I do not exist. Um, even though they know so I do. So who am I doing a podcast with? This is so weird. You are doing a podcast with a... Now, this is... Talk about fucking woke. I am as woke as they come, because as far as the government's concerned, I have no gender, I have no race... I have no income. <laughs> I am just I am just a homogenous blob. I'm a ghost. I'm a fucking aberration. So take that, all you fucking woke people. I got you beat. Because not only do I not identify as anything, the fucking province can't identify me as anything. Beat that. I'm the 59th one, bitches. And I physically, literally can't identify as anything. So I got y'all beat. I'm having my own parade this year. I will organize that. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just play Pearl Jam. I'm alive the whole time. No. <laughs> no, hey, we better will than the new not. song. Um. <laughs> That's a great song. Hey, speaking of which, I have to uh, say I gave Dance of the Clairvoyance a chance again about two days ago, and it's growing on me. My my initial criticism was a little harsh. Um, so I'm, I'm warming up to it. I'm very much looking forward to the rest of the album. Just saying. Well, bless you, because I'm... It keeps coming up on the radio, and the worst thing is, is every time they do play it on the radio, it's always they would play one of like a, like an older Pearl Jam song, and then they'll play that one. It's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just such crap. <laughs> well, see, we're crossing over because you said it was pretty good the last time. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. When I first when I heard the new song, yeah. No, I, I said I hate no. it. You said you didn't. Because you weren't a fan. Anyway. No, I think you need to go back 
listen to that. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I didn't like it. Because yeah. as soon as I heard it, I'm like, fuck is this? It's weird. It's growing on me. I, I thought I... It just wasn't what I expected. But now that I listen a little closer, it's pretty not terrible. Um, just different. Their stuff's always different, and it took a while to grow on me. But uh, check it out. That comes out next month, I believe. I could be wrong. It could be May. But I think it was March. Um, the new record. And the tour, which has four dates in Ontario and none anywhere else in Canada. Thanks, fuckers. <laughs> I'll just fly to Ontario. Oh, wait. I need a fucking picture ID to get a goddamn plane ticket. Yep. And I ain't taking a three and a half day bus ride. I'm just not. Not for Gore, not for Pearl Jam. And then uh, uh, a train ticket will cost you more than a plane ticket. (laughs) Oh, is that right? So you, can't even take a, you can't even take a train because a train's going to cost you more 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 than a round trip airfare. Yeah, and I'm thinking I probably can't get on a train without ID either. Well, probably not. I can take a bus, but there is no bus direct from here to there. Anyway, I looked into it. Um, see, you're the only person I know that would benefit from like, um, if all of your credentials were like embedded into a microchip under your skin you would benefit from that because then you wouldn't lose it <laughs> well i only lost it the one time i just haven't been able to replace it since then <laughs> and i didn't lose it i know exactly where it went i just wasn't allowed to beat the shit out of the kid who took it because i would have lost my job um which you ended up losing anyways didn't you I did. I did, indeed. And there is a lot of, hey, what would I do had I known I was going to lose that job in June? There's a whole bunch of things I would have done differently had I known I was going to lose that job anyway. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Yeah. And one of them would have been not fuck a fatty because I nailed the hot French chick uh, literally less than a month later. All I had to do was hold out for less than a month. (laughs) Nope. Had to nail the psycho fatty and ruin my goddamn job. That is just true. And that sucks. Yes, science. This is a fun episode. Um, if you guys want to help me and Gord cheer up, a really good way to do that would be to go to ericandgord.world and buy yourself a t-shirt. Uh, $27. There are two different styles. You can look at them in ericandgore.world. Uh, they come in five sizes for men and five sizes for the ladies. Uh, everyone else, you're going to have to pick one of the two. That's all we got. Um, but you don't have to identify as a male or female. You just got to buy the shirt that you think would fit you the best. There's, there's only the two options. I can't make 58 different t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> Five-day delivery time. Uh, There's about ten different colors you can choose from. Uh, Blue. There's a bunch of blues and some grays. and some. uh, There's a white and a red and a black. A couple of different reds. They're all very nice. $27. Five-day delivery time. You can pay via PayPal. Order many. Um, Six or more and you get a big fat discount. Um, But Eric and Gordon World. Buy a shirt. We would like that. We would, we would, we would love that. Is this podcast is now once again my only source of income? Uh, 
and I was raking it in last year. Uh, it's been really fun going over the episodes. You know what's great, Gord? I got to say, and for our listeners, please go back to uh, anything from 2018 and listen to Gord talk about uh, produce and working in the grocery store. <laughs> Man, have I things changed. I remember how much you enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, and me talking just about every episode because there was a good, there was always like three or four days in between episodes because we couldn't record for two days because I couldn't figure it out. And then I, you would miss a day for work and I'd miss a day for whatever. And then we'd be back on and I'd have had two or three jobs in that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to go back and reflect on those. <laughs> uh, we, we've had some very, very interesting times. There's no getting around it. The uh, I was listening to a story where actually the warehouse I worked in. Uh, no, it was just prior to that when I was working uh, for the security company. And in my first seven days of work, I missed two. I was late for three and I went home early once or something like that. It was just fucking brilliant. <laughs> this uh, show is a very interesting um, document of our lives and the best part is all the episodes while I was on the street recording and saying I would edit out this conversation and then it's clearly on the episode before we start. <laughs> That's where the running gag came from. Um, yeah, I should go back and edit some of that, though. Well, I guess it doesn't matter now, but <laughs> some of it could have been incriminating at the time. Yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> uh, not so much now. But very fun. Go back and listen to the archives. Uh, if these live episodes just aren't curling your toes, uh, they will. They will get better. Uh, we have an amazing guest coming up. We said tomorrow, and that's tentative. It may not be tomorrow, but I will keep you guys posted. Um, we have Roger Nygaard of Trekkies fame, one of my all-time favorite documentaries. I can't believe this guy reached out and wanted to be on our show because I love that movie. I've never told anybody that, but I really did enjoy the film. Um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm fans There's no getting around it he, He's won Emmys for a lot of his work Including Curb Your Enthusiasm The Julia Louis-Dreyfus show Veep um, He has a new documentary coming out All about marriage And I think it's going to be fucking amazing It actually debuts on Friday So we're hoping to have him on tomorrow night But um, what a shock I fucked up somehow, and the communication didn't get through to his people. So it may be postponed. It is definitely happening, but it could be early next week. Uh, but uh, Roger Nygaard, look him up if you don't know him. Um, funny man, great guest for the show. Um, I think we're going to get along really, really well and have a good time talking to him. Um, uh, it's going to be fascinating. Trekkies. I, it's, I, I was thinking about this today, that it's, it's almost... That documentary was almost premature because there's so much more Star Trek going on since that happened. Uh, brand new show just out now, uh, all about Jean Luc Picard, his origin story. Yep. Um, Plus the all all the new Star Trek movies with I, the younger variation. I I'm pretty fed up. You know, yesterday I was saying done with Batman, done with Joker. I'm done with origin stories too. There's some people I just don't give a fuck where they came from. Well, uh, see, some are fascinating. Like, Wolverine, 
without a shadow of a doubt, most ne- most necessary origin story ever done. Hands but down, the, that the movie, movie need- the movie destroyed it. I know there was even a series of comic books that didn't have him coming from Canada, and that really pissed me off. Well, but I heard well, the movie wasn't well, good. I never watched the movie. I don't know. Be- Sorry, it was. I I thought it was fantastic, but Wolverine was always from Canada. Yes, as far as I know. Yeah, was yeah. he in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard he wasn't. So. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's covered in the movie. Um. Uh, I think it was fantastic, but when they did the Joker origin, that couldn't have happened because the whole point of Joker is that he never had an origin. Nobody knew where he came from. That's the whole point. There was no backstory. Everything he said, he lied. So, yeah. Um, I thought the, the Dark Knight really touched on that with him telling the, the story of the scars differently every time. I thought that was a brilliant way to allude to that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about this origin. Like, we talked about it enough last night. I just don't care. And you're right. It, it's... You can't, well, I guess you can just make it up because it's all stupid and fake anyway, but uh, if you're a big fan, that would really annoy me. But I guess everything in these comic book universes changes now, and it's all, uh, you know, there's the, the Arkham fucking shit where it's all in his head anyway. I don't know if you know of those ones, the Arkham, I forget what it is, the no. Arkham, I forget what they're called, the Arkham Asylum series anyway, that... Uh, heard of them, I actually followed them. The, 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 the basis of that s- series is that everything you've ever known about Batman and all this shit, it's all just in the Joker's head. He's just fucking that crazy. Um, so, I don't know. But I don't care. I don't care about origin stories. But, what I was saying, this documentary, I think, was almost premature. You could almost do a sequel. Um, yeah. Because now we're into... Now the new TV show... They Like, they did the origins of... Uh, uh, they did pre-Shatner uh, in the series Enterprise. That was all before Captain Kirk. And then they did the movies, which are all Captain Kirk when he's young, and now they got Picard when he's young is the new TV show. Um... And they did it. The first one that I am aware of that I watched and hated was uh, the Phantom Penis. <laughs> um, it went back way too far, in my opinion. I didn't care about uh, Anakin when he was five. And uh, as you can hear me talk about on the Thor's Kin podcast uh, last month, that movie. That kid who played Anakin grew up schizophrenic and crazy. So that's yeah. what that movie does. Yeah, that's about that. yeah. yeah it sucks. Uh, he got heavily bullied a lot in school because of that movie. and Yeah, and he quit acting and he went fucking bonkers. Well, I think he was bonkers beforehand, but... It just manifested by the time he got older is when it finally came out. And he's, yeah, he's nuts. He's all schizophrenic and crazy and hates... Star Wars. Uh, the guy who played Jar Jar Banks actually tried to commit suicide. Um, because well, that makes sense. Well, he watched <laughs> the movie and he went, "Oh fuck, 
I might as well kill myself now. Yep, most hated um, man in history, that guy. <laughs> and he totally swore off the, the franchise and wants nothing to do with it. All these people that are in the three, uh, I don't know what you call them, they're the the prequels or whatever, the the last, the first three movies of the Skywalker series, as they're being called now, um, just stay away from them. They make you crazy and suicidal. <laughs> But that was the first origin story I saw, and Anakin bugged the fuck out of me. I thought they went back way too far. I just didn't care. And yeah, there's no go back to his super young childhood. No, they could have started on the third one and and what built from there, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like they could have touched down on his childhood in like a five second clip. Hey, look, yeah. he was born. Now he's now he's a you know a young man. You were born, and then some fucked up shit happened, and then you were evil. Like, like they, like they did with Bane. They summed up Bane's whole fucking, or the chick that you thought it was Bane was the little kid, but it turned out to be that chick in the Batman movie. In the yes, in the thing they did that all in like a five second fucking montage. That's all you <laughs> needed for Darth Vader. This is that that the story of that chick was way more interesting, and they, that was literally like five seconds. They flashed back. They saw. The people get attacked, and then Bane protected her, and then she stabbed Batman. Like, you could do it so much better than three fucking movies to figure out why he can't breathe good. Fuck you, Darth Vader. (laughs) All those advances in science, and yet that guy couldn't get asthma fucking inhaler. Right? Sounds like it. Goddamn. Get the guy a better suit. It obviously doesn't work. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I know people who smoke three packs a day breathe better than him. <laughs> you can build the fucking Death Star? You can't get this guy an inhaler? What the fuck? They're bad movies. I don't care what anybody says. I wonder if Roger Nygaard has an opinion on Star Wars. Because there is obviously you can't like them both, right? You have to either be a Trekkie or a Star Wars guy. If you like them both, you just blow up into a puff of logic. <laughs> yes, science. Um, origin stories suck. I'm not telling you mine. I was born. Now I'm nobody. My origin story will be epic. For the well, record, see. If I had grown up in your circumstances, my life would be tremendously different. Um, If I grew up in a cemetery, (laughs) I think probably the town of Milton wouldn't exist. (laughs) Trust me, I tried to burn it down. Um, Things would have been very, very different had I grown up in the adorable town of Milton, which is my favorite town. I feel such a kinship with the people of Milton um, based only on their Facebook page. I've never (laughs) been there. I can't even picture this town in my head, but it's amazing. Like the picture I have of Milton in my head, if it doesn't look like it does in my head right now, I'm going to be devastated. I'm telling you right now, 25 years ago, it it did look like exactly what you're thinking of. I'm telling you that straight up. Um, I have very... All, all I go on is the episode of this show uh, called Proudly Sponsored by Mad, where 
Gord does a scenic tour for us on air. <laughs> I just go on that and mixed images from Archie books and Gilmore Girls, and I piece them all together <laughs> to make the perfect town in my head, and that's what Milton is, and I love it. But that's had, I, Absolutely. <laughs> had I grown up there, it would look like the bad town in Back to the Future 2, the, the bad version of Hilldale. Um. <laughs> you know, Eric, um, not really speaking of this, but um, we've all had the, um, the, the horrible ex in our lives, the horrible ex person, right? I still have them. Friend. Yes. Well, don't most of us all. Well, apparently a blood pressure drug that is available in the market now can actually help ease the painful memory of an ex. Uh, I'm telling you this because a Montreal researcher has found a way to take the emotional sting out of a bad breakup by editing memories using therapy and a beta blocker. Yeah, I saw that movie and (laughs) I loved it. It's a great movie, even with the chick from Titanic. Uh, It's the only thing I've ever liked her in, but this never goes well. Eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. That is right. Um, That is literally exactly what what it's... Uh, being compared to, but um, basically, he says that there you can you can edit things out, and um, with the use of therapy and this drug, you can ease the pains of this. And I'm just forget the movie for a second. But the only thing I'm thinking of is all that means is that people are just going to keep getting back together with their exes <laughs> because because they're well, just going to remember the happy times and. Well, that was the uh, that was that was the big conundrum. In um, there's another movie called The Vow that's an awesome Valentine's Day movie. If you guys want to watch it, I highly recommend it. It's got Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams. I would make out with either of them in this movie. Um, and they're in a horrible car accident. They're engaged. They're in a horrible car accident. She gets amnesia, and then. It, they break up and whatever because she doesn't remember him after the accident. And then uh, they they don't get they don't get back together in the end. She doesn't fall for him in the end, which is what I really liked. But that's that's the big question. Like, if you erased our memories, would we still like that person? Would we get back together with that person? Would whatever attracted us to them in the first place attract us again? That's the or what? Well, I don't know because a lot of my relationships were just based on circumstance. It was like, okay, well, you're here, so let's do this thing. Uh, yeah, very true. I wonder. It's a very interesting question. I don't like it. I don't. I'm not ready to start messing with our brains now. When I die, or if I'm about to die, yes, I want medical science community. Please listen. Put my brain in something where it can still function and I'm alive. Like if you got to put me in a computer or in a, in a Roomba, whatever you got to do to keep me alive, do that. I'm good with that. But, uh, I have the opposite of a do not resuscitate. I have an always resuscitate, save what you can policy. Uh, if if I'm just a lung and an eye and a jar, fucking do that. We'll figure it out. Um, but uh, until I'm ready to die, 
Uh, I don't think we should mess with the brain. We don't know enough about the brain to go fucking poking around in there. Now, what about the idea of you still remember everything, good and bad, but the difference is, is it suppresses the emotion attached to it? Now, you talked about this guy. We have an episode about this guy mm-hmm. who has no emotional attachment to memory. Remember? Uh, um, it's it's a it's it's a specific way of life. Um, that was a phenomenal thing I listened to. Uh, uh, stoic. We we talked about this guy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's a good thing. We'd start fucking with the emotion. Uh, everything we do is based on our emotional memory. That's uh, now. I I like the idea. Like if I could try pizza again for the first time every day, that would be fucking amazing. But I don't know. Plus, if you have a shitty place. <laughs> but I don't know. Like. If we have no emotional memory to, uh, oh, I don't remember why I don't like getting hit by cars. Uh, that kind of shit is probably bad. I don't want to have to deal with that. Well, no, I mean that's the thing though. If you're able to pick and choose, like uh, I think, like, uh, well, again, good and bad with this. Well, if you you were to take like a woman who was like, say, like brutally raped in the past, if she could eliminate that sting of how brutal it sort of was so it's not as painful to relive if if the memory were to come back again it would make life a little bit easier but then again would that make life easier or would it make her just more apt to cross paths with her rapist and get raped again like that would suck that would make groundhog day a totally different movie if every day bill murray just got brutally raped in an alley Every morning he just wakes up all happy singing that song. Hey, campers, rise and shine. And then he just gets fucking beaten and raped in an alley. (laughs) Should have bought insurance from that guy, huh, Bill? (laughs) Instead of fucking punching his fucking head off. (laughs) Bing! (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Bill Murray. Uh, not to anybody else, just to Bill Murray. I apologize. That's offensive to him. Um, no, it's not really offensive. Just don't make that movie. That would suck. I still well, I don't know about thing, I don't think we should mess with our brains. People have, over 400 people have undergone for the therapy, like do this with the therapy and done between two of them. And they're, and they're sitting at about 70% of patients found relief within a few sessions. For now. For now. This stuff always... Read a fucking Stephen King book, dude. This shit doesn't happen overnight, but those guys, something bad's gonna happen. The the cat comes back and it's all fucked, and then you do the same thing with your kid and he wants to kill your neighbor. Uh, (laughs) Don't fuck with things. I don't think we're ready to mess with... Someone's gonna end up like Lawnmower Man. Or for those of you who need a more current reference, uh, Lucy... Or, um, what was that one with the Bradley Cooper? Mind, uh, whatever. Um, yeah. Shit. The pill one? The pill one with Bradley Cooper. The limitless, limitless. Limitless, Uh, yeah. You mess with the brain, it always ends badly. Always. Yep. Uh. Oh my god, they even make reference to the Groundhog Day thing in this fucking movie, in this fucking article, too. Oh, really? (laughs) Actually, um, uh, 
Let's see here. They were the patients they recruited for the study weren't suffering just a mild case of heartbreak. Uh, there were cases of infidelity. Someone suddenly abandoned someone they believed was a loving partner. They're struggling to cope. They just couldn't get over the thought. It was like patients were stuck in Groundhog Day, the nineteen ninety three comedy where Bill Murray's character. Nineteen ninety three comedy. <laughs> they just totally. Um, <laughs> It's like they were stuck in a 1990s comedy. No, I think if you're the one applying the technique, you need to uh, fucking figure it out a little better than that because I went through a brutal breakup that I'm still not over 14 years ago and never once did it feel like a 1993 comedy. Um, no. But still, I don't think that would, movie was would I made. want... The memory taken away? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Probably would have saved me years of drug abuse and grief, and I'd probably be running a company right now. Still, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we should mess with the brain. We don't know enough about the brain. If we were all on the same level intellectually, and we all understood what was going on upstairs. Possibly, I don't think we are emotionally capable of genetically modifying our emotions to any degree that's going to not end terribly one day. And that was a whole bunch of dead air. I know Gord's just thinking. Um, that, was, that was in thought for a second there, but yeah. I don't think we should um, fuck with our noodle. Uh, That's yeah, another rape. I, I want to bring that up to uh, Roger too. I got all kinds of fucking sci-fi questions for Roger Nygaard. I hope like he Trekkies wasn't the be-all end-all of his thing, and then he doesn't give a crap about any of that shit because that's all I'm asking him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very so. So I have a book coming out. Don't care. Tell me more about this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Gord was asking about the. Uh, genetically modifying our brains so we can't we don't have emotional and i know your new documentary is all about marriages breaking up let's talk about transporters and space (laughs) (laughs) what's your thoughts on the fact that nasa can't figure out the size of an asteroid Yeah, how do we fucking think we they can split an atom and all that shit? Fuck you, you can... All this molecular shit going on in Switzerland? Fuck you, you can't tell me the size of an asteroid. I think you're splitting an atom in half? How big's the atom, asshole? Right. Fuck, it's either invisible or it's the size of a basketball. We are not... It's one of the two. We can't figure it out yet. And Trump's trying to give these fuckers more money? Yep. <laughs> Give it to Elon. Give all your money to Elon. Or uh, Bezos. I Apparently, Richard Branson has left this. Virgin is not pursuing it anymore. Or not to any degree where he's going to be able to compete. I know he was looking at more of the commercial side of it. Um, yeah. But Jeff Bezos and... Elon Musk are the two big players, and Bezos, like, he's got the cash. He can fucking do this. Oh, yeah. He's Um, rich, rich, rich. Elon doesn't, but everyone, that guy's just got a horseshoe up his ass when it comes to investors. Like, people love to throw money at that guy and watch his planes crash. 
<laughs> but uh, don't what? Don't give it to NASA. Like uh, th- th- these two experiments, if anything, have just proved that NASA is useless. Well, yeah, but, but that's again. But this is the difference between government run when it's funded through multiple different countries and different agencies and privately owned privately owned there's no restrictions on whatever you want to experiment with whatever you want to do you can just do it all the other ones have to go through because it's government it's red tape yeah it's but it also it, it's a tenth tape. of the cost like elon yeah. elon's come in at a tenth of the cost just sourcing the materials and stuff well of course um, because he doesn't have to because again he doesn't have it's not government everything by government by default cost at least 150 times more than anybody else. They're going to have to square that circle. They're going to have to work together. I think really they're going to have to just work together. I don't know if there's any I don't like uh, Elon does the uh the he he uh resupplies the space station and stuff. His ships do that. Yes. NASA doesn't have any anymore. I no. so I'm assuming there's no bad blood between them between SpaceX and NASA. I they must have a decent working relationship. Um, I think they're just going to have to work together. Yeah, pretty much. He always launches it. from like their launch pads and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't just do it like in his backyard. He... <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. And I wish there was a guy. I, w- I want to be that guy. I wish I had like just a few million dollars that I could even pretend that I'm in this thing, and just like every year, just have an epic launch out of my yard. <laughs> he'd be like the guy he's trying to prove that the earth is flat with his little rocket he wants to launch up <laughs> yeah it's funny how those never work and there's some new they had a new expedition to Antarctica that's now been derailed because something with the Australian fires or whatever fucking like, there's <laughs> always some reason why they can't just go to Antarctica and figure it out like every year there's some expedition going and every year it never fucking happens um, it's because none of these guys who do this have jobs. <laughs> or it does happen, and then it proves them completely wrong, and then they can't release the footage because it shows exactly the truth. Um, <laughs> I I just I can't believe these motherfuckers exist in the world, and they all have ID. Well, I have another one for you that I bet you can't exist. That, that all right, exists. I like the yep, – keep – Bring in the science. I like the science. Yes, science. Well, I'm not sure if this would be science necessarily. It's just something. Everything's um, science. <laughs> so, Louisiana. Oh, God. Uh, it's not science. No. Uh, but Louisiana, um, in um, the end of March and beginning of April, um, they had three um, churches burned to the ground. And I mean, like, full-on Nothing left but rubble burned to the ground. Um, all done at like overnight, like a like midnight sort of thing. So like nobody was ever hurt. Uh, There's no deaths or anything else, but total mass destruction on all of them. Well, they've caught the guy who did it. And uh, God? He's a 22-year-old guy. And um, he, 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 admit, he fully admits to it. Um, because the whole reason he did it was to raise his profile as a black metal musician. Yeah, but no. As an ordained minister, uh-huh. <laughs> speaking as an ordained <laughs> I, I, minister I, 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 of the Universal <laughs> Life Church Ministries, um, 
The whole reason he did it was because that's what God intended. No, not at all. That no. yeah, everything is because that's what God intended. So you have no, to forgive God him and get on with it. God and I, could, I hope his band does well. <laughs> this is the one thing that really disappoints about this. They give the kid's name. Fuck, it's Holden Matthews. Uh, he's twenty-two. He talks about why he did it. They do references to the other uh, black metal musicians and black metal fans who have burned churches all over the world in the just in, in the name of black metal. Um, you know, but yet they never mention his band name, and I'm so disappointed by that because I really think they should. Well, they that's the just like we don't mention the meathead on the plane who uh, ended up getting basically exactly what he wanted because he's famous as shit. Um, I, it's still, you can't, if, if it's in the name of the church, then it's, it's God's will. God, you can't argue it. I, as a church person, you can't, um, it's all God's will. So there's a message behind these churches burning and you got to look into your church and what the people in your church do because God wanted that church burned. That's, that's just how it fucking works. So, uh, good luck, Holden, and I hope your band does well. Um, definitely change your name, because you don't want, like, a Holden Matthews, and people think you're Dave Matthews, and then you suck. Um, but I, I good oh. luck to you and your band. I hope this works out for you, and everybody who may have been affected by this, forgive him. <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> That's your whole deal. Ah, uh, this so, thing mentioned it somewhere. I gotta find it. I know where is it. Somewhere in this article, I mentioned it. I'm like, oh, I've got to see it. Oh, there it is. I'm gonna mention the name because I just don't care. Um, his metal, his his black metal band is called Vodka Vultures. <laughs> Vodka Vultures. Uh, Vodka. So you just hang around the bar at the end of the night after everyone's gone and fucking pick up the whatever's left over yeah. in their glasses. That's, that's like, exactly what he looks like for the record. Actually, um, That's a bad name, dude. <laughs> that's a horrible name. It, like, what are you thinking? Uh, vodka, like vodka vultures vul- are not a cool thing. That's dumb. Oh, I'm so disappointed. You did such a massive act for the end for the whole industry. <laughs> this is the band name you pick. Oh, you're a fucking okay. Fuck you. You're a vodka loser. Vultures. Like vultures just pick up the scraps. Like you go to people's half fucking just suck the ice cubes in the bottom of their glass. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you know, oh, Jesus. Um, now something else happened. Uh, this actually, this is international news, by the way. Um, happened over New Delhi. Um, there was a denim factory that had caught fire. Shocking. Right? Now, I mean, the whole place got straight up gutted, burned. Like, I mean, there's just, it's just everything's fucking melted. But the weird thing is, and I'm trying not to laugh because this is this is legit fucking horrible. Tragic. Now, nothing about this. Apparently, nobody died, which I find shocking as all hell. Um, but they only had one door in and out of this factory, and the only way to get to that door was to climb up a ladder. That's a sketchy factory. 
That is the definite. Oh, sorry, seven people died. <laughs> oh, that's a little different than nobody. I was almost like happy that yeah. this was a not a bad story, and then now seven yeah, people died in the last five seconds. Now it's tragic. Yeah. Um, now it's tragic. But yeah, so seven people died. But again, when you're talking about an an Indian factory, which this is a pretty long building. Yeah, it's usually like seven thousand people. Like they never get out. Yeah. They all die when these things fucking collapse. Uh, like now. I get it. I've seen, like, documentaries and shit where they show these factories and how horrible they are. And really, it's not even that surprising that there's one door that you got to go up a ladder to get to. But now I know the answer to this. I'm not even going to ask a why fucking question. But how do these corporate motherfuckers not go and see that and at least put in a fucking fire exit? Like, I get that you're all pieces of shit. And then making your shoes for 12 cents instead of 15 cents makes a big fucking deal to the billion dollars you can make every year. But mm-hmm. how do you, with in with a being a human being with a fucking brain in your head and a conscience, how do you not go see your factory ever and say, hey, let's give these guys a fucking fire extinguisher or another door? Like, how does that not... I know you're never going to change it to human conditions that are fit for people to work in. That's fine. We all accept that your piece is a shit. You'll never do that for your workers. But how do you not at least give them a fire exit or, like something put a fire extinguisher under all their desks because you know they're gonna die if there's ever a fucking fire like how do how do you not just scrape up a hundred bucks for someone to get a sawzall to cut a hole in the back of the factory i that's the thing that's the thing i don't get like i just don't understand how like clearly this factory must obviously be in the basement of something but, like, a set of stairs, even. Right? Just throwing some stairs. Like, <laughs> like yeah. why a ladder? Like, that's just so bad. Uh, and the, he, does it say who they made the jeans for? Well, usually it's more than one company. It's, like, several companies. But is there... Does well, it this implicate? one here. The company is called Nandan Denim. Yeah, but who do they the make jeans the for? They're not, they're not making that jeans for say. Indians. Um, actually, it's always they, fucking Hillfigure or something. Nike, uh, not Nike. Was the G- Levi's or Hillfigures Levi's. or something? Uh, Some motherfucker who's got way too much money and doesn't even know India exists. Oh, here we go. Um, Ann Taylor, Target, Zara, Bull and Bear. Uh, oh, said they are not customers and don't have a note, so they don't have it. Target said it's working to get its name off their website, so they are. These companies are kind of... Yeah, Target said, listen to that quote. Listen to what Gord just said, okay, listener? Uh, Target's working to get their name off the company's website. Not Target's denying involvement. Not Target is saying they had nothing to do with this. Just Target is working to get their name off their website. You you missed the first part. Target said they are not customers and don't have a relationship and they are working to get its name off their website and out of their annual reports. <laughs> and out of if their annual reports. If you're not a customer and you don't have a relationship with them, then why are they part of your annual reports and why do you have a name on your website? <laughs> uh, see? <laughs> Fuck you, Target. I'm glad you failed in Canada. I want Zellers back. Fuck I don't. That. I don't want, I don't want Zellers no. back. I don't care. Put, let's put something else there. 
Now, the good news. Put a jeans factory there. Let's turn all the old Zeller stores into jeans factories where people can make 10 bucks an hour and not fucking die. Well, and I, you still make a billion dollars. You just pay, charge an extra 10 bucks for your jeans, you fucking idiots. You could actually have standards and have places that don't collapse and burn. And all you got to well, do is charge $10 more. And if someone's stupid enough to pay $200 for a pair of jeans, they're stupid enough to pay $210. So fucking well, figure it out. You you literally just said say, pay somebody ten dollars an hour. Right now, these guys are being paid thirty five cents an hour. Exactly. <laughs> Which means, I mean, think about the, what that cost has just gone up that they're losing on. No, those the cost of jeans would be two thousand dollars easy for a pair of jeans in order. It to doesn't have to be. That's just the corporate guys <laughs> set the, the prices. They've got nothing to do on what they pay the workers fucking disgusting how these people get treated in mostly India but in countries all over the world where these fucking factories exist and these people go to work for 35 cents an hour Mm -hmm. 35 cents an hour I'm turning down jobs that are less than 25 bucks an hour right I don't even look at jobs that are less than 25 bucks an hour I don't they don't register I I blocked I took a beta blocker that blocks anything under that out of my brain. I have no memory of seeing those postings. Um, Nanded Demon has agreed to pay the families of those kills a reported $14,000 each. Well, goody, goody. I hope that 14000 How much was your kid worth? Yeah, $14,000 for seven people. My kid's worth a lot more than $14,000. I'll tell you that much. I, I, this, that's the part of the world that just fucking drives me nuts. How do you, in good conscience, do this? How do you operate a company and, and smile and wave to your fucking investors and, and, and just walk around being rich on whatever beach you're at, not listening to my show right now, and fucking, like, sleep at night knowing that this could happen. And even if it never happens in your factory, it could, and it happens every year. One of them collapses, or one of them catches fire, or one of them, there's always, every year, at least one, this happens to. Something like this. And seven, that's a good number. Not for the seven families. I'm sorry to you guys, that fucking sucks. But usually it's thousands. Or at the very yeah, least, like hundreds. Seven is pretty fucking amazing. Uh, but... I don't understand how you run a big company, whether Target or anything. Go to a mall, and any one of those fucking names in that mall, <laughs> they get their shit from one of these companies. And I think it's disgusting, and I don't think we should endorse them by buying their shit, but you're never going to talk people out of it. Um, no, you're right. I, I don't know there how was... we endorse. We, we say this is okay every year. We, we By buying their products we automatically say that these practices are okay and we're, we're fine with them. Um, it's fucking horrible. It's the, the worst part of our society. We could talk about crime and how we treat people in Canada. The, the worst racist offenses in Canada aren't as bad as what we're doing to people in other countries just so we can have nice shit. Um, it's fucking the worst of people. It, and it's the richest of people and the most well-off of society taking advantage of the worst dirt-poor, uneducated people and putting them in a bad situations. It's like bum fights on a giant scale. 
We just yep. take the take the most vulnerable people, and when they die in some horrible tragedy, we don't we give them fourteen thousand dollars and fucking move on and build another factory and get another thousand of them who are uneducated and poor and throw them in this factory and just keep going. We just keep going. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, oh my fucking god! I guarantee so you, mad. as soon as this place went up in flames, as soon as, this, as soon as they said. The building, the, the the factory just started up in flames. Yeah, man, it's up in flames. Okay, uh, where are we opening up the next one? Yeah, like sure. I guarantee the fire wasn't even out. They're already okay. Where are we opening up the next one? We got to get this. We got to get this shit going. What can you salvage? How many sewing machines can you salvage? Get the fucking people who didn't die to carry their sewing machine to their new desk. Fuck you. I don't even know where my jeans are from, but I'm burning them tonight in protest. I haven't worn jeans since high school, so I am free and clear from supporting them. I should actually I should just go naked for the rest of the year and just say I'm fucking protesting sweatshops. <laughs> oh, why don't you just make your own clothes? Why don't you shut up? <laughs> um Dick. <laughs> dick, that's right, my dick in your fucking face. Joe Fresh. Uh has bought stuff from them in the past. Yeah, Joe Fresh uh, is that Dragon's Den piece of shit. Yeah. Um, Contour Brands, which makes Wrangler jeans, said they used to work with them but haven't worked with them since 2014. Now, here's the thing. Nandan Demo reported revenues of $218 million last year. There you go. And they're paying 35 Dude, cents an hour to their workers. 35 cents an hour, and they just paid out only 14 grand. And they couldn't buy, they couldn't pay for a door. Uh, how is that not even, even in fucking India, you think a place would have two doors? Like, yeah, at least two. But yeah, no, they fully chimped out that much just by only having one door. That's amazing. And they stuck it. Yeah, and they use a ladder to get to it. And Indian guys are crazy as fuck. Have you ever seen Indian guys on a construction site? They work 23 hours a day, and they use the sketchiest tools and fucking equipment. Like, they don't care. They just go in and do it. They fucking get her done. And I'm sure in in India, at these factories, they don't, oh, one door, fuck it. Most of us will get out. Seven might not. Let's get to work. <laughs> Uh, they, I, they, I, and I, I mean that in the nicest possible way. These motherfuckers work and they work hard and they, their whole family works together in yep. a construction site. They get, they pay 18 people to do one guy's job. Um, it's yep. a great, it's a great system. Um, but they're not making 35 cents an hour here. Uh, <laughs> but come on, 218 million, you said, or billion, whatever. Two. $218 million last year is what the company made. $218 million, and you're kicking out 14000 to seven families. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I can do math, but that's a, <laughs> that's, like, does it, give them a million. You still make $209 million. Give them $200 million. No, nine and seven, that, that's bad math. But you know what I'm saying. Even if you gave them each a million, you still have over $200 million that year. Yep. Not that there's a price that you can give that's going to be acceptable, but still. Come on, fourteen grand. how did you come up with that? Oh, that'd be $0.35 cents an hour for the rest of your family's life, so we just figured. That's pretty, and I bet you that's pretty much what they figured. That's fucking... I... 
think that anyone who currently is employed by the Canadian government, their next job should have to be in one of these factories. Yes. And that should be the rule. You can be in the government for however long we keep voting for you, but once you're done, you go work in an Indian jeans factory. So that's how we decide if you run for the election or not. It's like the Hunger Games now. Yeah, pretty that much. That would be brilliant. Yes, you. I will. I will vote for you if you go work in this jeans factory after your four years is up. That should be the deal, and see how many of these fucking Trudeau clones go want to work in the government next year. <laughs> None of them. They'll all be going to the private sector. That's a good idea. I like that. That should be the deal. Then we know who really cares about their country. As soon as we stop voting for you, you have to go work in the jeans factory with one door up a ladder. So do your job well. They would do better if that was the deal, oh, I think. Sure. All right, kids. I don't know. Gord, are you, do you want to call her a night? Yeah, I just want to mention one thing before I do, though. Um, uh, I don't even know how to actually say this. Um, in the U.S., according to the teachers' unions, children are terrified by active shooter drills. Yeah, of course they are. That's stupid. <laughs> how is how is that? The two largest teachers' unions want schools to reverse or eliminate active shooter drills because they can harm students' mental health. Oh, in news, 100% of people who got stung by a bee didn't like it. Yeah, fucking, of course it terrifies them. It's a horrible fucking thing to do. Why are you having active shooter drills? Why don't you have fucking banned gun rallies, you morons? Be they have to have these drills because they have so many of these school shootings. Oh, yeah, you they have to have these drills. Who the fuck pays attention to their active shooter drill when their school's getting shot up? You smash a window, you get the fuck out. No one is doing anything they learn in one of these drills. All you're doing is terrifying children right now. Fucking do your jobs and teach math and shit. Stop coming up with ideas. You're teachers. You're not supposed to have ideas. Read from books. Teach your kids. They don't need fucking shooter drills. What good does that do? You're not this, learning this anything in a fucking union, shooter drill. This is why unions should not exist. Don't get shot. That's There's your shooter drill. You can sum it up at the first day of school every year. Hey, kids, with the guy with the guns coming, go the other way. There's your fucking shooter drill. <laughs> That's all you need. In the meantime, go work on getting guns out of your fucking country, you retards. Of course it terrifies kids. Everything terrifies kids. Kids are scared of everything. You know why? Because they're fucking kids. Stop scaring them. Stop. They don't need to know that the world's a shitty fucking place and someone's going to come shoot them. How do kids have to go to bed with that in their head every night? Why are you telling them anything? Do your jobs. <laughs> fucking God damn it. Oh, we got to teach them their, about sex. No, you don't. They're five. Leave them alone. They don't need to know about sex until they're... Well, it's America, so at least 12, but fucking, we don't need to teach them this stuff. Let kids be kids. The odds of them getting shot in school would be a lot less if you'd go deal with the fucking problem. Jesus Christ. Why do we have active shooter drills? Why do you, uh, oh, fucking, uh, let's have a, Catholic priests are going to rape you drills every month in school, too. 
oh, this is what you do if a Catholic priest is in the hallway trying to rape you, and this is what you do if there's a shooter, and this is what you do if you're on a Greyhound bus and someone chops your head off and eats your fucking eye. No, shut up, they're kids. They don't need to know. Just solve the fucking problem. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you, you nailed it. What am I going to say? You nailed it. Um, you know what else kids are scared of? Clowns. <laughs> birds. <laughs> their own shadows. Ants. Work. Work. <laughs> kids are scared of a lot of shit because they're kids. I was deathly afraid of the dark when I was little. I was stupid. Kids are stupid. Teach them not to be stupid. Put I was afraid of, of E.T. He's afraid of E.T. There you go. Uh, E.T. kind of scary. Scarred me for like 15 years, that movie. <laughs> I'm still Did you know that in terrified Oklahoma of Drew City, Barrymore. But... Sorry? Oh, uh, that's that's kind of sad. Um, did you know that – I don't know if you heard about this. Um, pretty brutal. Uh, but apparently in Oklahoma City, a guy was driving his pickup truck um, went off the road, went up on a sidewalk, and slammed into a bunch of uh, high school's cross-country teams that were on a sidewalk and killed two, injuring a whole bunch more. I did he hear doing, about this, and it made he me... He was doing 79 miles an hour in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. I did hear about it, and it made me think back. I was like, why are these kids on the street? And then I remember like the odd time where we had to do track and shit. We'd go running on the block and stuff, and we never, I never, it never crossed my mind, really, that that was a possibility uh, when I was in the heart of it. Um, it's weird. I don't know what, now, the guy was speeding, and he's an idiot, and whatever. He's Oklahoma. What do you expect? Yeah, um, uh, but now I don't guy... know what to think. Like it's such a freak occurrence. Um, and again, what do we do? Do we just uh, okay? We can't have track and field anymore. We can't have cross country. But here's what. Here's what's fucked up. The guy who did it, his 28 year old son was killed in an auto accident the day before. Well, he probably shouldn't have been out driving then. Um, probably. <laughs> The blood alcohol tests are still pending. Uh, he remains in jail on a $1.2 million bond. He's pled, He's pleaded not guilty. I, I don't understand how you can. Well, um, obviously he was going to go not criminally responsible because he was emotional over his son. And he's going to get off on it too, the motherfucker, because everybody's not criminally responsible. Nobody's responsible for anything anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to, what what do you do in that situation? Uh, fry the guy, hopefully, but he's gonna walk. Um, do you just now we cancel? Now no, we can't do that either because it's like it's worse than dodgeball, and we can't do dodgeball, so we sure can't do fucking cross country. Because um, dodge truck way harder than dodgeball. I've just I've never tried dodge traffic, but I I guarantee it sucks a lot more than dodgeball when you get tagged. Um. But what do you do? I don't know. We can't. You can't just completely cancel everything because of the odds of a freak accident. Uh, no, I don't think there. Are, I don't think that's even going to be a thing. Um, this guy's going to get off on it. I, now I'm hoping it was an accident. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was so mad about his son he wanted to go kill some kids. Um, 
weirder shit has happened, especially in the States. According to, I don't know, some guy, he said that he was... <laughs> I don't want to get into who this dude is, and I just don't care enough, but... Um, According to some guy, and that's the guy kind of quality babysitting. news reporting you get from Eric and Gord. Fine. The guy who was babysitting his grandson uh, said that uh, he was talking to himself looking for his phone and he just all he said was i just lost and like he, he, so apparently he, he he looked down as he was coming around a, a corner he looked down to try to find his phone and lost control or something like that i don't know it's just wow. it's a weird statement well even but, then you yeah. get him on distracted driving for sure get him on something yeah. just get him on something don't let him be not criminally responsible for this i hate that shit yeah um don't allow distress. If you were that distressed, you shouldn't have been behind the vehicle. Regardless of anything, you should not have been behind the vehicle. And the Your kid was just killed, and you literally went around 24 hours where you go and kill a bunch more kids. Right. And, and now like, you can take a pill and not remember it. So, great. Yeah, great. So, we'll just keep fucking doing that again. Wow. So, um, there you go. There's a happy note to end on. I'm going to let Gord sleep because I want him in good shape for tomorrow. And this was just a miserable episode because we're both in terrible moods. But it was a lot of fun. It cheered me up. It always does. Uh, So thank you, listeners. Keep listening. Uh, Please, Podchaser, Chartable, Apple Podcasts, you don't have to leave a review. Just leave a star rating. Anything. I'm not pressuring you to leave us a good rating. Just leave us a rating. Say a few words if you can. Uh, visit our website and and say a few words. Just say a hello or uh, fuck you or whatever you want. It, it would mean the world to us. Um, emails can go to eric at ericandgord.world. Uh, there's also a little button on the right-hand side of our website where you can just click on it and record a five-minute message to us. Anything you want to say about anything we talk about on the show, anything you think we should talk about, stuff that has nothing to do with us, say hi to your parents on the other side of the world and we'll play the message for them anything you want um just record it at ericandgore.world in the meantime hashtag easiest thing in the world take care of each other um just die i don't care whatever (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to go out on this. I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs>